0: Welcome to Weighing In on Happy, the only podcast that dives deep into discussions around weight, eating disorders, mental health, body image, intuitive eating, wellness, confidence, and so much more. Each week, you'll be coached through different stories and strategies on how to start living your best life today. So if you're ready, here's your host, Victoria Evans. Hey guys, how are you doing today? Hope you're doing well as always. So I just got back from my morning walk, which I'm sure many of you do know that I go on a walk every single morning, and I love it, even though some days I kind of have to force myself to want to go, but once I'm out there, I'm always happy that I have. So I was on my walk today, and I really was thinking about how... Before, when I was working my corporate job and really all through university and pretty much in all aspects of my life, I never gave myself time to think. And I know that sounds like a bit of a weird thing to say. And so I will kind of break that down for you. If you take uh, an inventory of your life right now, like if you were to just look over kind of what your day looks like, how much of that day is just jam packed filled with your to-do list. So whether it be, you know, you wake up in the morning and first thing you have your coffee going. And I know for me it was first thing in the morning and I was like putting on Netflix in the background. So I'd always have friends playing. As I was, you know, drinking my coffee super quickly, putting on my makeup, getting dressed for work, and then I'd quickly walk to work, usually listening to music and get to work and just, you know, right into it. At lunch, I would go to the gym and again like usually some pretty heavy music we'd be playing when I'd be lifting weights, then back to work again and then, you know, after work, depending on what I'd be doing, but again, just constant stimuli, constantly no time to think. Just always intaking, always intaking. Get home at the end of the day, I'd be working on my business, uh, like my coaching business after a long day in my corporate job. Um, and then so that'd be working with clients that night and then I'd be doing client work until hmm, maybe 10, 11 o'clock at night, and for an hour, I'd kind of just watch more TV, and then I would head to bed. And so throughout that entire day, I was just intaking, intaking, intaking everything, you know, my job, my coaching, my like music, um, just different conversations, like my mind was constantly being filled with things with no opportunity to actually kind of let it out. So I always kind of picture my brain was like being a suitcase. And you know, you're packing it all day long. So in the morning, you know, whether it be music or your job or conversations or work or like whatever it is, you just keep stuffing stuff into that suitcase of your brain. And it's full. But you just keep shoving stuff in there. And I know for me, a lot of that was being afraid to be with my own thoughts. I didn't like who I was. I didn't like where I was in my life. And as a result, I wanted to be constantly stimulated in my brain, like constantly have something going on in there so that I was never left alone with how I felt about myself because I was genuinely afraid to reflect on who I was because I'd hated what I'd become. And so whether it be with that music or anything else, also it was food. Food is a great way to numb out. Food is a great way to just kind of shut your mind down and not deal with those thoughts. So I know a lot of people think about mindless eating. How many times are you eating food and your mind is a thousand different places? Or you're eating food and you're watching TV, you know, like popcorn. You're just like shoving it in your face. You know, I used to eat popcorn like I was eating it out of like a trough. Like I would just be like shoving it in my face, watching a movie, and paying no attention to anything else. Like I was just completely zoned out. And that's not to say I was actually thinking, my mind was literally just kind of blank to the food and to whatever stimuli was going on. And so when I was kind of going through my eating disorder recovery, it became so important, and even I talk with my clients, it becomes so important to take that mental inventory of your day and understand what are you trying to run from. Like, what are you trying to fit into your life and keep your mind constantly full so that you don't actually have to be alone with yourself? And it's pretty interesting because people don't often think about it, but when you do kind of sit down and really scan over your day, you realize how much of your day you are literally running from one thing to the next. And, you know, if you picture yourself running errands, TV, dinner, when you're really frantic, do you ever actually come up with good ideas, with, you know, inspirational thoughts, with even feeling good about yourself? If you're constantly on the go, you're never really enjoying the moment and enjoying who you are. And for me, I purposely was not enjoying who I was because I didn't like who I was. So that day was just packed full. So you, it's so important to take time to reflect on what is going well in your life, what is not going well in your life, you know, really download those emotions and building in that space for it. Because we all say, you know, like, oh, yeah, you have a journal and oh, you know, we definitely check in with how we're feeling. But again, like we're so busy Unless we actually build that into our lives. We don't take that time because our society is built off of being busy. You know, we compete with each other. Who's the busiest? Who stayed at work the longest tonight? Who's worked the most hours? Who got the most emails? As if it's some kind of competition to just be constantly in that, you know, in that rat race. And it's funny because I used to be really caught up in it. I would hear people at work who said they'd stayed there, you know, oh, I was working till 11 o'clock last night, or you'd see emails coming in my inbox and be at 1, 2 a.m. And I used to think to myself, oh my God, look at them. They are so dedicated to their work and really pride them for it, you know, like that's amazing. And then that came reflected in my own life where I try to cram more and more things in because I... My mind had associated self worth and that feeling that I was good enough with having a jam packed schedule. And the more things I could tick off in my day, the more valuable I was as a person. But now that I have, you know, really looked at my life and understood, wow, I was really miserable doing that, can I understand that when you take things out of your life and when you give yourself space to think, you can be happy. You can kind of understand what you really are, who you really are in those spaces. Because if your day is just constantly filled, you just become a robot. You just automatically move from one task to the next without actually having any sense of self. So building in space throughout your day to find yourself is so, so important. So for me, on my walk this morning, I chose, you know, I'm going to go on a walk every single morning. Not only does that build trust in myself for me showing up for myself every day, but it gives me built-in time of the day to just think, to just reflect, to give me time to be grateful, to give me time to, you know, oh, this isn't working so well. This is working really well. This is where I want to go in my life. This is not where I want to go. Because people have so many big dreams and goals, but they never actually look at where they are. And like I said, if your day is so packed, you don't know where you are in your own life. You can't check in. So it's like you have a destination, which is your goal. And, you know, you put your goal into Google Maps, but you have no idea where you currently are. What's your current location? If you're always on that rat race of life, you're always on the go. You don't have any space to think then your current location is unknown. So you will never get to your destination, like Google Maps will never spit out directions for you if you don't know where you currently are. So with that said, I challenge you to look over your life, look over your life, look at your schedule throughout the day, and where is there space? Where is there time to think? So for me, it's a morning walk every single morning. I leave my phone at home, and I just go and I feel the sun on my face or sometimes the freezing cold wind or whatever it may be. But I just let my mind go. I don't try to control it. I don't try to say, no, nope, we're thinking about this. I just let it breathe. I give it that space to just do what it wants. So in addition to walking, this is also a journal. So I do a thought download at the end of every day. And that is, again, just like a really free flow writing. and. I just can't write what comes up. And sometimes it's bullet points of just thoughts. Sometimes it's like a, a word cloud. It's like a word. I'll be like stressed and then I'll draw an arrow to business. And then I'll draw an arrow to like it just it can be whatever it is, whatever kind of works. Because I know when I talk about journaling, even with my clients, I'm not someone who says, you know, like you have to journal out like dear your diary today was blah blah blah. No, it's whatever feels organic and authentic to you. And just that no judgment space, like when you're walking and you're thinking or you're journaling, just let whatever comes up come up. And when you do that, you can reflect and really understand where you are in your life and what needs to change and what is working. And again, like really feel grateful and just acknowledge the emotions you're feeling so that from there you can build that destination. You can build your goals because you understand where you currently are. And furthermore, when you've built in that space of the day to really think and download how you're feeling, it's a lot easier to feel. If you've built in time to be sad and be angry and just be alone with your thoughts, then it doesn't become needing food or needing to run from one thing to the next to escape those thoughts. So for me, it's been really powerful just having those morning walks and that journaling because it removes that fear of being alone with myself because I've built it into my day in a constructive way. Okay, you guys, that is what I have for you today. I challenge you to look over your life, take that inventory, start doing some walks, some journaling, whatever it may look like for you, but really build in that space and just let your mind be free. So you guys know I release a new podcast every week, and I'm so happy you guys are here and listening to it. Honestly, it means the world to me. And if you guys want another way to connect, you can join my private Facebook group. It's called Ending Binge and Emotional Overeating, a support group for badass women. I'll link it below in my show notes, but it's a great place. If you guys are struggling with eating and you want a place to be supported by other women, then this is where to be so please feel free to join on facebook there also i'm very active on my instagram and love to dm and you know really reach out and connect with people there that's at victoria evans official and finally if you want to know more about my one-on-one virtual coaching so that's where i help women um, stop binge and emotional overeating and really understanding why we're sabotaging ourselves and why we're overeating in the first place getting down to that root cause so that you can make permanent change from there. So thank you guys again for joining me. want more information about my coaching, www.VictoriaEvansOfficial.com. Until next week, you guys, thank you so much. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.